0: I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we welcome BMO Harris Bank and the authors of the book Chaos by Design, all here on Business Connection. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. Joining me today is Dave Micah. He's the market president of BMO Harris Bank in Naperville. Welcome, Dave. Thank you so much hey, Liz. for joining me. Banks have, in my opinion, just played such a huge role in this pandemic and, and BMO's no exception to that. So thank you for the role you have played.
1: Uh, very much appreciate the opportunity to be here today and, and very much appreciate the uh, uh, opportunity that we've had over the last year, really, uh, during this pandemic. So
0: Dave, you have started a new uh, small business initiative. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Okay. You know, I'd like to, I mean, we've got a new one that's been around for about a year that I want to start with, and that's sure. the PPP program, the Paycheck Protection mm-hmm. Program, as you know. Um, we're into the second phase of it uh, out there, and it's just as critical now, uh, this deep into the pandemic, that, it, that as it was as it started. Um, the difference is for us is that initially in phase one, we were only able to help our existing clients. And so as we've expanded, we've gotten to know what We work with the SBA. We now can help any small business customer. So wanted to highlight first off that, you know, if there are business owners out there that haven't participated yet, they're not sure if they qualify. Um, just know that BMO absolutely can help anybody uh, at this point, and, and would love the opportunity to. And we're continuing to help our clients with phase two of that. The extension of that is you know, something I think as a bank we've come to really uh, recognize is that advancing you know, an inclusive economic recovery um, has always been important. But when you really look at the impact of the pandemic, uh, uh, some of the uh, racial justice movements that have happened over the last year, it casts an even more important light on that idea of an inclusive economic Recovery. So, you know, to that end, BMO recently announced uh, BMO in Power, which is a $5 billion commitment uh, to really support the idea of a truly inclusive economic recovery coming out of the pandemic uh, and the other impacts of the last year. Um, Specifically to us, part of that uh, commitment is a $300 million commitment to small businesses, minority small businesses out there um, uh, that will expand resources for women, Black, and and uh, Latinx-owned businesses uh, in our local communities.
0: So Dave, what does this new initiative mean for businesses in Naperville?
1: You know, I think we're, we're most excited about it because it means, you know, many of our minority-owned small businesses uh, that have had difficulty accessing capital uh, previously now have a new resource uh, that they can turn to. Uh, and we're really excited about that. And I think more than just the lending products themselves, our Black and Latinx uh, small business team provides networking events out there, uh, educational content, um, and tools for small business owners in Naperville, as well as, you know, across Illinois and Northwest Indiana. And, you know, I think when you talk about what that means, you know, we've expanded credit card criteria uh, for uh, applicants uh, for this program. Uh, we're offering competitive interest rates uh, here to make it very cost effective for these small business owners. Um, our, our lending programs really provide business owners with, um, you know, not only the improved access to funding uh, with this specialized lending criteria out there, but it's a revolving line of credit. So you only pay interest only, low payments. We try to make it as a, Affordable as possible. We're providing rate discounts uh, for if you bank with us, uh, you can get additional discounts off of that rate. And I think just as importantly, the um, educational resources, including tools and webinars and coaching like. Um, Managing in an uncertain environment, things you can do and best practices around there, uh, demystifying the lending products and how banks underwrite loans, and helping business owners sort of understand what is it that's important to us? What do we look at uh, to help them qualify uh, there? And quite honestly, even things around marketing and how to use social media to your business's advantage. Um, so it's really a partnership uh, across the bank and these small business owners. And we've connected with, you know, further Axiona Chicago, who does even more. More specialized small business lending to help uh, businesses. Maybe we still can't. Um, the Urban League in Chicago, uh, there, or the Illinois Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So we're really trying to drive connections across our community to get back to that inclusive economic recovery.
0: What would be a piece of financial advice you might give any small business owner?
1: You know, um, I you know I love this question, and I think it's really came come true over the last year that. Um, you know, I don't want to sound uh, uh, inflate the impression of banks out there, but I would say if there's anything that's highlighted been highlighted during this pandemic is the importance of having those professional relationships out there with bankers, with accountants, with attorneys, et cetera. Um, you know, in good times, the need or support from those types of professionals might not seem as urgent or as important, but as we've seen over the last year, those relationships, the ability to, to seek answers to questions, to seek capital, to seek resources, and leveraging, whether we can provide it or not, the ability for us to help you find it as a business owner has proven to be critical and and I think is fulfilling for us as as bankers, quite honestly, as it has been for um, our business owners who are benefiting from uh, these close relationships. So you know, we say it, and and I think we really mean it more than just words, and that is um, we believe the purpose of BMO is to boldly grow the good, both in business and in life, and I think this past 12 months has really shown that um, we have the opportunity to make that happen in our local communities. And that's part of what the, the, the topics we covered today really highlight.
0: I would so agree with you. I think people have gotten to know their bank and understood the role of a bank in a community and in their own business life so much more this year than ever before because they, it, you've, you've had to reach out for help. You, you've been a little bit more vulnerable. You've needed to communicate and say, oh my gosh, I do not know what to do, whether it be to your bank or to your accountant or to your team and say, this has been so different. And, and banks have stepped up, accountants, all, all the financial people have said, okay, let's let's do this. And BMO has just been trying terrific in that. So I thank you for your role you've played and and thank you for continuing to play that role.
1: Well, um, it's one that I think... um... Uh, you realize how much of an impact you can have when you go through this. And I I shared with you earlier, it's uh, right down to our frontline customer experience representatives who handle our transactions, to our frontline bankers who sit with clients every day. Um, They've seen it firsthand. Uh, They've seen the anxiety, they've seen the stress, uh, and they've seen the relief we've been able to provide through Mm -hmm. programs like the PPP or the dozens of, of small minority business owners that have already taken advantage of our Black and Latinx lending programs
0: that's wonderful thank you dave for so much that you do in the community thank you for your support of nctv 17 and, and naperville sports weekly you stood by us as high school sports were on then off and now they're back on so we so appreciate it great that great to see great to see thank you so much for what you're doing and uh, we wish you continued luck and we will talk with you again in the future
1: all right thanks liz thanks for the opportunity again we very much appreciate it
0: take care and we'll be right back with more business connection stay tuned
2: NCTV17's news team brings you coverage that is specific to Naperville, accurate, and up to date on the latest developments in our community. These stories keep us informed and inspired. These stories bring us together. If you value your local nonprofit television station, please make a donation so NCTV17 can continue its mission of telling local stories on air and online.
0: Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. I have a great group with me today. I have Khadr Sakaria, Imran Kabari, and joining me via Zoom is Trevor Maycomer. So we're here to talk about your exciting new book, Chaos by Design. So Khadr, let's start with you. Tell me, let's go to the basics. What is digital transformation and and why is this a good time for everybody here to write a book?
2: Thank you, Liz. Thank you for having us here. You know, it's what the COVID pandemic has actually done to all of us is to accelerate and start thinking differently, right? Mm -hmm. And that is one of the reason, um, you know, the whole digital transformation has started building more aggressively as for us, the path forward is concerned, right? Um, If you look at how the industry has been going through for years, you know, hundreds of years ago, we talked about industrial revolution, Mm -hmm. right? and now we are talking about information revolution and in the future we're going to talk about quantum revolution that's going to happen right how do you actually position your organization in the path of success is what transformation is all about right and if you look at the basic concept of of digital transformation let's keep the digital aspect of it you know separately because that is the new buzzword that we're all Mm -hmm. doing transformation becomes a significant importance of the survivability of any organization for them to look into the future right so the focus has always been how do we look at and retransform ourselves to the catering needs of the new experiences that our customers and clients are looking for and the new way of doing that is using the digital right so that's why the digital strategy is very important for any organization of any size at this point in time
0: wow I I, it's fascinating to think from industrial to now and then to quantum so I'm curious about that but the word chaos really caught my attention and Imran you can tell me a little bit about um, what the word chaos is in the title and what you mean by that
3: well um, we know that digital transformation is a change it's a Mm -hmm. change in our personal lives it's a change in our organizational life and, and whenever change is being introduced, there is a certain element of chaos mm-hmm. comes with it, right? Um, as I'm, I'm learning uh, about uh, various reason for us to transform, uh, beat a pandemic, what Carter talked about, but you know, in the last 10 years, we have changed the way we consume information to the way we uh, use our life in a day, day in and day out. Uh, but th- those are all changes, and changes as normally brings chaos. Um, I would say the way, the way you should think about it is that um, define your goal, define your vision. Once you define your vision, to attain that vision, uh, daily ups and downs will bring a lot of chaos. But figure it out how to harness this chaos, figure it out how to, uh, uh, how to, change that chaos into what, what we are trying to achieve. So that, that's what it's about. Uh, we also talk about um, a little bit of uh, intentional chaos and also talks about uh, um, possible to change chaos chaos to a normal processes and procedures uh, to attain digital transformation.
0: That's awesome because I often think with digital stuff especially we we get a little worried that it always seems a little chaotic especially yeah. because we're all we're all learning as we go a lot. but um, Trevor, your company you've been with your company a while so what was your when you first heard of this idea what was your perception of this initiative and, and now what do you think?
4: Yeah, admittedly it was pretty limited so <laughs> I think my generation is what you might call borderline digital native, you know in middle school i had the requisite AOL email account but even getting into the business world you know limited to dabbling around in websites and html and things like that so when i heard digital transformation as this concept that applied at the macroeconomic business level you know in my mind that's customers want a nice website and that was the extent of it you know i'd never even heard the phrases product mindset or user experience or design thinking or agile development. Now I literally can't write or read a single piece of marketing without employing or coming across those exact same words and not because they're buzzwords, although of course they have become just that, but because they're truly ingrained in the marrow of a company that is successfully undergoing digital transformation, like ours is in the midst of right now, so it has been a true evolution in terms of something that were, was only two words on paper, and now I have lived through it professionally and begun to notice personally where it's just creeping into pretty much every aspect of your life, from you know the Internet of Things to the smart devices you walk around with that could have sent a man to the moon 50 years ago it's just blindingly obvious to me now especially looking back that if you're not on a trajectory to at least be thinking about this as a major strategic focus you're basically already left behind and even if you've already begun to think about it you better start executing pretty quickly if you want to keep up let alone get ahead
0: well and i think trevor just the way we're doing this interview is a little bit of dig- digital transformation because i got Two authors In studio with me, and then I have you, uh, the third author, over by Zoom. So I mean, that's just we've had to here at NCTV had to think ahead too with digital transformation, especially in this year. That um, Cotter, the next question that we talked about really I think makes me think too, because you are talking about servant leadership and why in this time that you need to lean into that principle. And and I didn't I didn't think about this concept at all. So tell me what you mean by that, and, and where does it fit?
2: See, the, the concept of servant leadership is, is basically putting your employee in front of profit, in, in front of any other decision-making, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of putting all your employee experience together and saying how you're going to empower them. Um, as, as if you looked at it, like, you know, and what you heard from Trevor and what you heard from Imran as well, is you know, when, when you're going through a transformation, there's going to be chaos, Right, and and you also heard from from Trevor, like, you know, how do you actually kind of have to immerse yourself in understanding that transformation and how do you actually add value to that transformation, right? So it becomes important for leaders to be able to kind of define and set the North Star and then you actually kind of take a step back and let the team give them the autonomy to make certain decisions and move forward, right? and and I'll tell you right a lot of times you actually see much more very interesting kind of decision-making process that people actually tend to give you much sometimes much better than what we as a leader are thinking about to kind of make it happen. But as long as they have the clear way of making sure that the intent of the strategy is still preserved, right, that becomes an important part and parcel. So this day and age, right, like you know, where instant gratification becomes mm-hmm. important of getting data now, those are the people, right, like they're looking at leadership where tell me where to go and I'll go find it because that's the research mindset that because of instant gratification has come in, right? So as very strong leaders, you have to be in a position to define your north star and make sure that the intent of that is cleanly articulated and then let people take the front seat and you sit in the back and then guide them through it, right? That's the servant, you know, kind of leader mentality that I'm talking What We need in any kind of transformation,
0: there's a lot of trust that goes with that. Too.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of trust. Imran, you have led teams and been a part of teams. How, how do you deliver on the promise of this um, through all this chaos? And, and it's, uh, Cotter's making it sound a little easy.
3: Yeah, he, he does. He does. And and I I have always said. Uh, and, and probably Carter agrees with me that uh, strategy on a piece of paper is a golden word mm-hmm. until it's executed well, mm-hmm. right? And execution is, is usually key of all of these things about it. I, I, I tend to connect with uh, probably, you know, any procedural uh, execution book you pick it up, which is on people, process, and technology, mm-hmm. right? Where you, you always have a pe- people, it's your key tool uh, trust them and, and and that's where your your uh, major advantages uh, process digital transformation will bring that uh, change uh, as you rightly said you know even right now when we are talking about things has changed just because of that digital availability and and then technology I mean we are talking about digital t- transformation everything is uh, technology from my kindergartner going to the school uh, from home on computer to, uh, you know, Congress or um, our courtrooms are running from everyone's home. So technology is very important. In the book, we also talk about Joe's which is very uh, different, which I think three of us um, talk about it in a book. And, and it also provides that information of how to increase the, the value and uh, increase the uh, possibility to deliver this chaos and still deliver digital transformation. Uh, it's not easy, for sure. Yep. But you know, uh, with the right leadership and right processes, I think it's deliverable. It, we have done it. I mean, there are great organizations who have delivered it, and we are living in it uh, day in and day out. I, I think that's...
0: Um very important and then it's funny the next question for Trevor is about marketing and, and what does that have to do with it and, and often marketing and and product development are they have to come together but they're oftentimes you know at odds a little bit um, so uh, Trevor talk to me a, a little bit about what marketing has to do with digital transformation if if anything
4: the answer is both more and less than you would think <laughs> so the metaphor I like is the decidedly analog etch-a-sketch. If someone hands you an etch-a-sketch fully designed and tells you, I want you to make this design better, well, if you just start fiddling with the knobs, all you're going to do is put your work on top of the existing design. It's not going anywhere. So you've got to take that etch-a-sketch, and we all know what comes next. You got to shake it. You got to almost break it down a little. That's goes back to the chaos element. And then you have to build it back up from first principles. And that applies whether you are marketing, which typically happens at the very end of a product life cycle, or on the product team at the very beginning. But the most successful organizations, I think, blend all of those steps so that they are in sync from the very beginning of the process. So, you know, as an example, marketing, is an obvious value add to this process because we often have a unique top-down perspective on a company's strengths and weaknesses precisely because every day it's our job to emphasize the strengths and downplay the weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So when we're on the team from the very beginning, we can start to course correct even before you know the ship has fully set sail with that long-term vision On the other hand, even if your product is just designs on post-it notes, at first, marketing is only one piece of the equation. And we are no more or less important in that sense than every other cross-functional representative that you should have at the very beginning of the process. Because that's where you get that creative collision, again, tying back to the chaos of cross-pollination of ideas and innovation, where someone takes this idea from their discipline and blends it with another suggestion from someone else's area of expertise. And suddenly you're tearing down walls that previously everyone might've felt constricted by. And marketing's job is to sort of participate in that from the start, if they're doing it well, but take a step back and kind of herd the cats a little bit in your own mind. And in reality to remember, we have to ultimately end up with something that you can sell in the market but that is also based on the real world because that's where it starts is that user feedback and your future customer and the outcome that they want
0: excellent i think that's a great a great way to uh, position marketing because i don't think people really understand where marketing plays and what role it plays throughout so we are coming a little bit to the end of our interview so i wanted to give each of of you a time to kind of give us a closing thought, whether it be about the book or whether about, you know, why somebody should read this book, uh, whether it be about, you know, the digital transformation we're all facing. So I'm going to start with Cotter, with the, you know, give us a closing thought on, you're one of the authors, Chaos by Design.
2: Absolutely, Uh, thank you. You know, um, as I was kind of reflecting back what Imran and what Trevor were telling, right? Um, if you look at any organizational transformation, they always talk about, as Imran was talking about, people, process, and technology. Um, you know, there's an X factor that's built into this fourth element, or that you know that we call about, um, and it's it's actually called Josh, right? Like it's it's a Hindi word that we have coined it um, because at least three of us were struggling to find the right English word which can kind of attribute towards that, right? It's not only, I mean, absolutely people process and technology is an important integral part of successful transformation running organization. It's that fourth element, which is the Josh that's built in where you come in with that flair, like, you know, you create that chaos, like as Imran was explaining, that intentional chaos and drive towards defining the North Star and able to kind of get that servant leadership mentality to kind of get the team to follow through and commit and deliver, that is what is going to make a successful transformation. So, um, you know, with the collective experience that we've all bought in here, you know, we have seen quite a few and we wanted to make sure that this book is a an opportunity for us to share our experiences and share some of our artifacts that we've actually built through it, but make it more of a a reading journey that you take with experiences rather than in a kind of an instruction manual of what to do in digital transformation, right? And I'm hoping that people specifically going through transformation have an opportunity to kind of read and learn from some of our experiences and they get the best out of their transformation. And I'm wishing nothing but the best of luck for anybody who's going through transformation at this point.
0: And some thoughts from you, Enron?
2: It's difficult to
3: do any closing thought when it comes to digital transformation. It's a v- vast space where um, organizations, even as a personal life, you're probably going through. I, w- I would say in a, in a simple term that do it in iteration. Do it only for your customer. And good is always better than great. Just keep those three in mind. And I think digital transformation Uh, though I don't agree with uh, Kader that it's easy, but it can get (laughs) easy. So
0: Trevor, that leaves you. What are some closing thoughts?
3: And I think
4: inevitably, actually, the close of closing is sort of where my world comes in and with my sales peers, you ultimately can't call it a success unless it's objectively a success in the market. So I'm tempted to reduce it down to some sort of gesture. But the reality is, it's a lot more than a single sale that deems your product or digital transformation effort a success. And once it's in the market and you start to see and hear that curiosity, and that might be virtually or in person, depending on the state of the world at the moment, but when competitors start to advertise in ways that seem to specifically target the way that you are promoting this product or offering. And when customers, especially when customers, the people you did this all for in the first place, start to deliver unsolicited feedback, glowing reviews on review sites or social media, or even directly to your company, that's when you know that you are on your way to success, I would say, not put a flag in it, we're done, because that's not the point of transformation, it's ongoing. But within the scope of a sale, you then have that path toward a lifetime value of a client or customer, because hopefully they recognize that as an organization, you do things right and you're in it for the long haul and you have them in mind first and foremost.
0: Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining me. I'm excited about the book. I am um, thinking about digital transformation, and I think that Chaos by Design is going to be very successful and very timely and very helpful. So thank you so much for joining me today on Business Connection. We wish you great success, and we'll be looking forward to seeing it on the bookshelves and uh, all over social media.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, contact NCTV17 at info at nctv17.com. I'm Liz Spencer and thank you for watching Business Connection.